Yo, what's up? Welcome to another episode of Demo Listen. I'm Gray. I'm joined as always by my co-host Nathan. We do a very simple podcast in which we listen to punk, hardcore, metal, and adjacent forms of music that people send in to us. It's typically uh, our first time hearing the uh, releases in question. We just honestly react to whatever it is that we're hearing. Sometimes we like stuff, sometimes we don't, but we're not striving to be tastemakers. We're not trying to make objective value judgments or be critics in any professional or serious capacity. We just react to stuff. If you like, if we like something, uh, we encourage you to support it. If we don't like something, we encourage you to support it. If you do enjoy it, go see bands, go buy releases. The format of the show is also simple we have 10 bands in the queue every week we roll some dice and randomly select usually between five and seven of them that's all there is to it um we took off last week but you still got an episode um because you were uh up in uh, well you you couldn't you couldn't get take off last week we just took off uh oh oh we took off yesterday that's right 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 right, right, we took off last week because you were oh i yes that's right i was was gallivanting around that's right my dude my 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 brain is fried um, yes. So yes, last week I was gallivanting around. I played a show in Dayton and in Lexington, both of which were surprisingly good for places that I have not played in a long time. Dayton, uh, so, uh, like when our buddies from Indianapolis came up to the spy agile MS paint show at the bug house mm-hmm. a few weeks ago, all of them remarked on how like surprisingly nice Fort Wayne was. Yeah. That's how I felt about both of the places that I had gone because it had probably been a similarly long period of time that I had, hadn't had visited Dayton and I'd never been to Lexington. But Dayton has gotten uh, remarkably nice compared to how I recall it. There's a, there's a, some low-key nice little nooks in Dayton. Yeah, for sure. You know? Yeah. I, I went to uh, – I played at Blind Rage Records with my buddy Gwen's band, uh, Gwen who runs Blind Rage Records, really sick spot, uh, really cool shit there, stuff that you would not expect to exist in Dayton, let alone be at a cool record store at all, you know? Uh, There appeared to be like actual cool places to eat and hang out. It It was genuinely pretty nice. I had a good time. The turnout was really good. I've never played down there with this particular project of mine. The turnout was great. People were like eager to buy merch. It was a donation show, which I'm always very skeptical about, but people threw tons of money in the hat. We got, I got paid well. It was sick. I could pay all of the the hired guns that are in my band. Sure, sure. Um, Lexington was equally surprising, like a genuinely nice place. I don't think I'd ever been anything except for maybe passing through or around Lexington, but it was really nice. Had a good time. Uh, shout out to Austin for booking that fest down there. Uh, I know it's it's often not rewarding to book places and or to book shows in small places where you have to like bend over backwards to try to make everything work and come together. But he did a fucking sick job. Uh, again, got paid well for the show. The turnout was fucking sick. Kids were enthusiastic about it. Kids bought merch. Uh, kids went off. All the bands were good. It was sick. It was it was a, a solid reminder that. Uh, sometimes playing shows on the road doesn't suck. It often right. does, right? But not on this particular weekend, right? So shout out to everybody who made those things not suck. Yeah, cool. cool. Um, other than oh, also shout out to the uh, the bassist of the band, uh, the Screaming Females, who are a pretty good band. Uh, yeah, I like Screaming Females. Yeah. So uh, evidently, the bassist of that band. Uh, the Screaming Females played in Fort Wayne uh, like a couple weeks ago, and I wasn't able to make it for whatever reason. I think I was out of town or we were doing something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but evidently a fan of the show and <laughs> uh, dropped a bunch of stuff off with uh, a kid who plays in a local band called Naman Naman, who's also really sick, mm-hmm. uh, who played played that show and uh, like dropped some stuff off from uh, from his label and the yeah. band to like give to us. Okay. I still haven't had a chance to pick it up, but 
shout out to that guy. I like your band. Yeah, Go, for real. Glad you like our show. Yeah. Um, also, shout out to uh, Lexi, who sent us a bunch of stuff on uh, the Hell Week episodes. Yeah. And, a radio uh, station. Yes. So her show is called Pulp. And it's cool. Okay. Uh, so when I looked up that radio station, there were a couple of candidates that it could yeah. have been, and that's the one. Yep. Yeah. So her show is called Pulp. Um, she was at the Lexington show as well. Um, I also listened. She did, like, uh, a show review of the Bug House show and, like, just talked about the band and stuff and had really le- nice things to say about the Bug House and, uh, and all the bands playing. So thanks to Lexi. And if you uh, feel so inclined, check out her show. It's, like, a cool format. It's a thing I always wanted to do, like, have, like, a proper college radio show, but I never went to... I never went to college, really, so it was just a just a pipe dream that was bound to never come to fruition. There was a college radio show um, where I went to college that, you know, occasionally would play, you know, yeah. indie stuff and hardcore stuff. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you, when, when you're younger and you get into, like, those pissing contests of, like, oh, let's see if you know who this band is, sure. like, who gives a fuck. Yeah. Much more of a thing, um, maybe, mm-hmm. when there weren't quite literally tens of thousands of bands right yeah right? yeah yeah yeah, for sure that, yeah. that you know for for all intents and purposes within we'll say like fall they all fall within like maybe a dozen categories yeah and are fairly ubiquitous sure you know and uh call in once in a while and you have this no do you have this no do you have this no what right. about this no what about <laughs> this no you know? yeah yeah sure but uh you know whatever i don't think they had enough uh i don't think they had enough signal to get it to like you know very far away from the college. Yeah, for sure. So before I go into my last brief point, before we uh, like get into the show proper, the meat of the show, got anything that you uh, wanted to bring up? Anything that you wanted to mention? Anything on your mind? <laughs> no, I just spent a uh, a week in bliss. Um, you know, yeah, sequestered away at uh, doing military sanctioned research on biological entities. Yes. a lot of fun. My annual excursion, mm-hmm. right? And then, you know. We uh, also did a little stream sampling for um, invasive, well, non-native invasive, but yet naturalized salmonids. Okay. Um, didn't really, I turned up one, but you know. Right on. Whatever. Cool. Oh, uh, you just, uh, you brought up the uh, flyer for this Avail show. Yeah. Uh, I didn't realize Screaming Females were playing that. Yeah. That's, that's cool. pretty good, huh? Yeah, that, that does look pretty good. All those tickets will sell out in seconds to scalpers. That, and, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Why so, even bother? So why even have the show? Why even bother? <laughs> well, yeah, right? why, why have it at all? Why right? even bother and then why even have the show? You know yeah. what I would do if I were a veil? What's that? Have the show. Yeah. Sell the tickets. Mm-hmm. They all get sold to scalpers. Have the show for free. First come, first serve. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. That's not a bad idea. Right. I like that. You know, or yeah. don't have it at all. Yeah, or just, uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, just don't have don't it have all. it at all. Right? Yeah, sure. That's a watertight business plan for hey, sure. Hey, they're a veil. What the fuck do they care? They do this like once every few years. Yeah, that's true. Right? Yeah, the last one. Yep. Right, and then just <laughs> don't do it. Yeah, don't do it. <laughs> okay. So the thing I was going to bring up, just in, in light of like recent events and current events, I suppose, is like. <laughs> At what point can we all just collectively admit that the American experiment has failed? Fully? Oh, oh, yeah. I mean, right? It's well, it's failed depending depending on which side you're looking at. It's failed. Can't we just? Let I mean, I don't. Th- I think that I think it's um, what we're looking at is, um, uh, I guess, to quote Uranus, uh, "disaster by design." <laughs> sure. Yes. Yeah. 
can't we just let the Christo fascists go? Like, can't we just give them Texas or something? Can't just we, can't just we let just, them go can't, there. Can't, can't we just round them up and put them in a fucking <laughs> hole? Like, you know, but don't, dude, don't even get me fucking started. Okay, fair I was going to say, because I'm going to tell you right now, Dayton and Lexington yeah. ain't going to be nice places for very long. <laughs> no, they're not. Um, because uh, pretty soon you ain't going to, you know, hey, uh, no, con- they're talking about no contraception. Yeah. Like, like the governor of Mississippi is like, well, we're going to ban contraception. Yeah. Right. It's fucking, it's truly. I'm telling you, man, I'm telling you, you got, you got one side that is essentially in lockstep fucking formation. Yeah. Right. Regardless of what they actually believe, because most of them don't even know what the fuck they believe. Oh, sure. Yeah. They just been told what they should fucking hate. Absolutely. Right. Um, And then you have another side uh, bickering over the most inconsequential fucking bullshit. Yeah. And uh, falling beneath the uh, hobnailed boots of Jesus Christ. Sure, yeah. It makes me. It, it honestly, it shakes my faith in the uh, the power of the dark. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I agree. Right. I agree. Because actually, actually, maybe it solidifies it. Because you know, all last year was one giant chaos magic ritual. Everything right. I did was dedicated sure. towards you know expressing organ energy and seeing what happens. Right. Yes. You know, jokes on me. Yeah, I don't know. I guess uh, <laughs> I guess that's what happens when you have uh, when the when the when the rival party is so insipid <laughs> and like right. so dedicated to dangling the carrot of human rights in front of your face so that they can maybe win the midterms yeah. that they don't codify into law a thing that should have been done and could have been done many times over, many, many times over, and not, and and they're never going to do it because all. All uh, the fascists have to do is uh, get somebody to say a bad word and we're fucking digging through their entire (laughs) fucking history and, uh, you know, splitting ourselves into little factions and encampments. Sure. And And meanwhile, you've got like, you know, billionaires, billionaire tech gurus rounding up fucking rednecks who they couldn't possibly have less in common with. Sure. But boy, they are in lockstep formation. That's the grift, right? That's that is, the greatest that is, grift that of, is it, the of fucking them all. Grift, isn't it? Yeah, for sure. So I don't know, man. I think maybe <laughs> I'm interested to see if if we're gonna reach a point where we all just collectively go, look, you can have your ethno state. We're gonna have this. <laughs> you can have Texas and this in the southwest right. portion of the. You know what I mean? Because I I just think that at this point, striving for any sort of like uh, unifying collective national identity is a lost cause to the extent that it is not attainable and never will be attainable again. Yeah, and, and it's and it's rigged too because, you know, I mean, what we should do is also get away get rid of the um basically the voting rights of empty land. <laughs> right. Yes, right? for sure. Yeah. You yeah. know, there's more fucking people in LA County than like yeah. two thirds of the fucking states in the United States. For sure. Um, you know, so get rid of that that's obviously uh geez i wonder who came up with that rule could, could it possibly have been a bunch of wealthy white slave owners from england hmm. yeah yeah also i think about sometimes the fact that like we're still bickering over like the constitutionality of things like it should like, like it, it matters, matters at all like anything matters. like 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 it matters at all like right. why are we treating this like a perfect document or even a document to be regarded with the slightest modicum of respect. Right. Like, you know, many countries, in fact. Just like, get rid of it. Well, many countries draft a new constitution once they are established and they progress as a now, nation. And, and I'm no historian, <laughs> but I even believe that that is even mentioned yes, a couple times by should. certain individuals. <laughs> Some of those... Uh, my favorite shit is like... Um, like 
white, white people talk about the founding fathers. Yeah. Like, like black people talk about Tupac. <laughs> That's true. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. like, like there's this reverence that there's um, there's this deification of these fuckers that are like 300 years old. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. They were born in like the early 1700s yeah. and mid and early, you know, yeah. that are getting to be like 300 years old, as if somehow they had their fingers on some sort of temporal thread <laughs> right. and had the prescience to see what was coming down the pipe. Yeah, yeah, for right? sure, man. Like, like, dude, like. It's like it's the same thing as if we still lived by the the strict by the book laws of the Magna Carta. Yeah, it is the same principle. Right. It's like right, you that it in no way the nation that we currently live in doesn't even in passing resemble the nation <laughs> that was forming at the time well, the, the Constitution right. was drafted. I mean, I mean, I mean, nothing about the world the, resembles Yes, it. the world is entirely right. Populations, right? resources, threats, yeah. e everything. And yeah. you know what? It doesn't fucking matter because uh, all that shit is just fucking dust. Uh, to quote Kansas now. Yeah. It's dust in the wind <laughs> yeah. compared to the eternal age and endless grinding of the gears of eternity. Yeah. Yeah, for you know? sure. I'm all right. Let's uh, let's talk about something truly inconsequential. Yeah. Let, uh, let's let's get down to the to the brass tacks now. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's talk about punk and hardcore music. Right. That's what we come here to do. So first up, we've got uh, we've got the band Rifle. Uh, this is a band from London. This was sent in by Derek, who described it as good old-fashioned rock and roll-based hardcore. You okay. Know, you know what we like. Uh, then up next up, we have a band whose name we got real hung up on when we first heard about it, so much so that we didn't think it was real. Yeah. We've got the Willard Building. <laughs> Which is definitely a building on, on you know Penn State campus. Right, yeah. So right. They're, they're based out of State College, Pennsylvania. Uh, they finally released uh, one song, Diesel. came out uh, just, uh, just in March. This was sent in by Dan who is uh, the individual who called in to, uh, to promote the shows in State College as well. Okay. Then we have got Passion Play with Parasite. This, was, uh, this is a band out of uh, Providence, Rhode Island. It was sent in by Alan, who plays in the band. Um, he said he describes this as remedial math core, sometimes chaotic, sometimes heavy, uh, mm -hmm. you know, probably pulling from uh, the Converge and Coalesce vein of things, if I had to imagine. I had uh, I had to take uh, introduction to al college algebra because I wasn't good enough to get straight into college algebra my yeah. freshman year. I, I'm not very good at algebra. Yeah, no, me neither. It doesn't really you know, make any sense to me. No, me neither. And you know what? I don't care. Yeah, why would you, right? But um, <laughs> I sat next to this uh, pretty good-looking girl for, like, you know, during the semester, her and I had a bit of a rapport. Mm -hmm. thought, okay, this is pretty cool. You yeah. Know, see what happens. Sure. Uh, came out of the student union one morning. I was I was on campus from like six a.m. till I part. You know I would come from out of town. Yeah, six a.m. Go get some fucking breakfast, and then I didn't leave until nine p.m. on Mondays of my spring my, my fucking spring semester my freshman year. Anyway, I come out of the student union one morning after getting breakfast, and there's a dead grasshopper sparrow still warm. It must have flown into the window of the union. Mm -hmm. and, oh, cool. You know, every biology department has a freezer full of dead animals that someday someone is going to do something with and make study specimens of, and it sure. never happens. Yeah. So I pick the dead bird up and mm -hmm. stuff it in my pocket, <laughs> my baggy yeah. jeans with the chain wallet. <laughs> right, right? Yeah, of course. Um, and I stuff it in my pocket, and I go about my day. Mm-hmm go to class, do all that sort of thing. Go in at like 7 p.m. or whatever for my fucking uh, algebra class, my introduction to algebra. Mm -hmm. uh, sit down, chatting with what's your nuts, right? Mm -hmm. Reach into my pocket for a pencil and feel this like squishy, fuzzy thing, right? <laughs> yeah. 
And I'm like, what the fuck is this? And I'm like, hold on, there's something weird in my pocket, you know? And I'm, she's sitting right, I'm, you know, I reached out on my left pocket. She's sitting on my left side. I'm like, hold on, there's, some, there's something weird in my pocket. And I pull out this dead fucking bird, which by now had been like crunched around a little yeah, bit yeah. in my pocket and been in there all day yeah, and sure. was not in like study specimen condition. Anymore. <laughs> right. It was like throw it on the sidewalk condition. <laughs> yeah. And she let out like a vis like like an audible like she was visibly horrified and let let out like a like a, a gasp and a, and a bit of a yelp and a scream yeah and got up without saying another word to me and went to the other side of the room and i never talked to her again. she wouldn't even look at me yeah that's and i tried to explain you don't understand i'm a biology student right yeah yeah right uh, i'm sorry yes but uh fell on deaf ears <laughs> yeah, yeah dude so, you know some people if you pull a dead bird out of your pocket that's it but you, you know what <laughs> yeah um probably for the better I'm Cause, sure. Because yeah. uh, if her and I had hit it off, yeah, almost certainly you and I would not have been sitting here. <laughs> of course, dude. Right? Yeah. Who knows what path might? So, oh, yeah. I do have something else I want to talk about before we finish this queue. Okay. Right. I did something I haven't done in like three years. Okay. I went and saw a new movie. Oh, okay. What'd you see? I went and saw that uh, Michelle Yeoh movie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It it's looks good. good. It looks good. Yeah, it's pretty bonkers. I, I like catch it. it. So uh, it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't some fucking hackneyed comic book movie. Sure, yeah. Right? I'm not saying it was a totally original idea. Mm -hmm. It was pretty good. Cool. It was entertaining. It was funny. It got pretty dark at times. So, would do again. Sick. I'm glad to hear it. That's that's very good. I'm I'm proud of you for taking the, taking the leap into the abyss and, yeah. and coming out the other side unscathed yeah. and even maybe a little happier. We were the, like we were like the only two people in the IMAX theater. Yeah. On a Sunday night watching it. Hell yeah. I've heard I've I've heard very good things about it. I just haven't gotten around to watching it yet. But I saw the Northman and I liked that a lot. Yeah. Well, that looks gay. <laughs> it isn't. It's cool. <laughs> it's cool and good. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, so next up, we have got Omni of Halos. This was sent in by Matthias, our our Swedish correspondent. This is a, another band uh, from Sweden. Um, this is just a single track that he sent over. Then we have got uh, Ex Exaugurate, um, Exaugurate maybe, uh, with Purging Holiness. This is actually a split with Father Befald, who we had on the show mm -hmm. and enjoyed. Uh, this was sent in by SM. Then we have got... Baratol, I'm gonna I'm gonna guess that's how that's pronounced. They're a band from uh, uh, from Prague, Czechia. Uh, this was sent in by Jay from Colbrats. Um, I can't pronounce the name. He said he also cannot pronounce the name, and he's gonna stick stick with his uh, at this at this point near weekly ritual of sending us shit that none of us can pronounce. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, then we have got Optic Nerve with in a fast car waving goodbye. Oh, oh we, we heard this. This, stuff. this yeah. is very good. I have I have a copy of this. Yeah, this is really really good. Um, yeah, we 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 are. This came out a, a grip ago. This is from 2021. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure, it came out in July of last year. Oh, okay. It's so still, it's not that old. No, it's not that older. But we did listen to this stuff i just didn't even uh i didn't pay attention when i was putting in the queue so that one's not in the queue anymore excised boom you're out of here um but it was sent in by franklin so shout out to franklin for sending it in it is really good that was a a good submission we just already heard it then we have got forced down with their demo oh um, uh, wow but oh, okay never mind what, what, what? well there's like a there's like a uh so you know how you know how i have records that i have to buy if i see them sure Right. It's yeah. not, you know, there are certain records that I have to buy if I see them and just get them off out of the pound, essentially. Right. Sure. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And 
uh, my buddy does as well. And his record that he has to buy every time he sees it is, um, there's a band from the 90s called Force Down. Oh, yeah, sure. And they have a 7-inch. They have a couple other things, I think, too. But uh, every actually, time he sees that, he buys the Force Down 7-inch. Actually, I think that this actually, this came up when this was posted. So this is uh, this was sent <laughs> in uh, by John, our buddy, buddy John. Um, this is one of many projects from Trevor Vaughn, who, as I've mentioned when we've had his other projects on the show, people will know from... The Rival Mob, people will know from X-Files X, uh, from Wound Man, various other projects that he does. This is a new demo of his. Um, it's like him and one other dude. Um, and I think some people were actually kind of bitching at him when he released this and was like, hey, use Google. There's already been a force down. But, yeah, but it's been like 30 fucking years. Yeah, maybe. I think I think we should... Should, yeah. Should there be a statute of limitation on name Yeah, usage? because I do. I mean, it's... I, I, no, yeah. There should there should be a statute. Take any name you want. You want to call yourself the Beatles? Go for it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Right, right, right. right yeah. Whatever you want to call yourselves, yeah. right? Because yeah. it's been thirty fucking years. Right. Not only that, but like, Forest Down wasn't that good. Sure, kind of crybaby shit. Yeah, it was they straddled the line on like hardcore and, you know. Yeah, ugh. I know what you're talking. You know about. what I mean? Yeah. And um, looking at their discogs, they have three fucking releases. Yeah, for right. Sure. They got a release. They got two two seven inches. Or, or, or two EPs in two EPs in nineteen ninety and one EP in nineteen ninety two. Yeah, so it's literally been thirty years. Right, right. Yeah. Like, who gives a shit? Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. Yeah, I think I think that's I think a thirty year statute of limitations is is very Here, reasonable. The only, here's the only thing you got to do. You said Trevor Vaughn. Mm -hmm. You got to do more than three releases with this project. Okay, there you go. <laughs> and then you officially own Force Down. Yeah, I think that's actually a really good rule of thumb. Right. All right. Cool. I'm into that. That's a new rule. Uh, we're we're a regular Bill Maher over already here. with six songs. Uh -huh. I think they have pretty close to the collective output of the original Force Down. Yeah, for sure. Okay, there you go. Yeah, I'm I'm down to roll with that. I think that's a solid. I think that's a solid rule of thumb. So uh, the next up, we have got Richmond Vampire. Um, predictably, they are from Richmond, Virginia. This is their demo, 2022, sent in by Chris. So I'm pretty sure we had Richmond Vampire on the show like a couple years ago. I want to say. Yeah, this the name sounds very familiar. It sounds really familiar, right? So unless this is a new band using like the same name, or maybe it was just a really similar name, I'm almost positive that there was a band called Richmond Vampire that I heard in the last couple of years on this show, but I could be wrong. I'll do some research. I'll let you yeah. know on the well, next Well, I mean, episode. there used to be, there used to be from Indiana, a There's band called Brooklyn, Brooklyn Vampire, Vampire from yes. Richmond. Yes. Yeah. From Richmond, Indiana. Yes. But I'm almost certain that this, uh, that we've heard this band before. I'm almost certain at least I've heard this band before. Yeah, I am. I am pretty sure. Although this demo is new. It came out in April of this year. Okay. Um, and then last up, we have got uh, Lost Legion with Bridging Electricity. This is a band from Chicago. My buddy Jim, uh, Indiana Transplant, who's lived in Chicago for a long time, sent this over. Um, it's some some oi shit, uh, some oi shit that, I, according to their About Me section, uh, or their, their little uh, bio section, true occultists praying at the altar of oi, Southside Chicago. So okay. I don't know, you get occultism uh, mixed in with oi, who knows? Who knows where that? What side of the political right. spectrum that's landed on? You know, they don't I mean? even know. They probably don't even know. But right. if Jim's sending it in, he used to play in Brick Assassin, which is a really good band from yep, there. So they we're good. Uh, and Jim's been in Razor Fade and a million good bands. He has good taste, so I expect this to be good. All right, here we go. All right, eight. Okay, eight is uh, forced down. So we're gonna find out if this forced down is better than the '90s forced down. Yeah. Um, I am not familiar with the '90s forced down, so I'll, I'll, I'll leave it to you to decide. 
Um, so they've got the uh, opening slash almost almost namesake track uh, queued up to play. So we'll go with that. We're going to listen to Force It Down by Force Down off of their demo. decided to listen to two songs just to get a, a nice cross-section of the sound there. Um, so we listened to Force It Down and then Carry My Hate by Force It Down off of their demo. So uh, first of all, before we either, either of us say anything, is this is this better than the early 90s Force Down? It's way more to my taste. Sure. Okay. No, no fucking... No fucking tears here. <laughs> yeah, right? for sure. Yes. No, no, no uh, tear streak cheeks here. Yeah. Just, just bloody knuckles. Right. So I'm going to get this out of the way just up top. And uh, I don't know if Trevor listens to the show or not. We, we are in our, in each other's general sort of extended peer group and we're, we're friendly here and there on the internet. Um, so sorry, Trevor, if you hear this or, or if this gets, gets back to you. Um, but this, this, that that this particular man playing this particular style of hardcore is always going to immediately draw comparisons to his most well-known 
a hardcore band that also played this style, right? Like listening to this, it's good. It's real solid. This is a dude who's been playing hardcore for a long time and knows exactly what he's doing and whose songwriting I like in pretty much all of its various incarnations, no matter what projects he's doing. I Mm -hmm. tend to like it. It is, it is immediately going to call to mind the rival mob. And it does leave me very much wishing that the rival mob were still a band. I think honestly, we could use the rival mob more now than ever. Um, This is not a world away from that, right? It's, it's pretty close to what the rival mob was doing, but Oh, definitely more stripped back. The rival mob was definitely a little slicker. Yeah, for sure. Um, a little, uh, a little more fun. Yes. Yeah. That, I like this a lot, but you're right. I mean, sure. Like the stompy bits particularly. Like, sure. I would say for a for a form of hardcore that is as oftentimes sonically in, indistinguishable as this style of hardcore can be, Trevor actually has a, a riff writing style, particularly in that like mid-tempo pocket that is like, distinctly his sure. like he uses chord progressions and has like a, a, a few little flourishes that when i hear it i'm like oh yeah that's that's a, a trevor vaughn riff sure you know what i mean he does he does things in a way that are distinctly his own which i think like he deserves a, a massive amount of credit for because it's hard to do in this particular vein of like stripped back bare bones hardcore so again like i heard that in the stompy parts of this and i couldn't help but think of the rival mob but i don't i also i, I also um don't at all want this dude to live in the shadow of a band that he hasn't been doing for years. And I think that this is a, a really solid, yeah. a really solid demo. I liked how bare bones and dingy this was. Sure. Yeah. Right. I'm glad that it didn't have a lot of the trappings of a lot of modern hardcore on it. Yeah. Um, pretty much just straightforward. There, there's not, there's other than just like distortion, sure. there's no effects on anything. Just right. go. Yep. Right. Um, I like the fact that it, it had that, um, at least this recording anyway, um, had kind of like a stifled sound to mm-hmm. it. Yep. You know? For sure. Yeah. I thought this was good. This is that, this is, uh, well, as I say, blue collar, whatever, blue, you know, blue collar and spiteful to the core. Sure. I guess. Yep. But this is just that stripped down angry stuff that, uh, always scratches an itch no matter what. For sure. It's very much in the vein of like the stuff that Boston, uh, became known for very early on. I mean, this is like barely, barely a step away from negative effects right yeah. like if this came out in 1986 it would be perfectly at home with other shit that was going on right mm-hmm. so yeah this is a, a a solid entry into the canon of massachusetts hardcore by a dude who is in consistently good bands so now you just have to release f- three more things yes and you officially own the force down name yep there you go all right let's uh, roll the dice seven okay seven is uh the band who I'm, I'm going to have a lot of trouble pronouncing anything on this page. Baratal, maybe. Maybe is how you pronounce it. It's a B-H-A-R-A-T-A-L dot bandcamp dot com. They're based out of Prague. Um, they got the first song queued up to play. Not going to try to pronounce it. There's only two songs on here. You can't get confused. Just, uh, just click the play button when you go to the page, right? Uh, so we're going to listen to whatever the first song on this page is called by the band Baratal.
All right, we just heard the song. Well, I don't know what the name of the song is. Legi Ubozaku. Now, that's as close as I'm going to get by the band that is may or may not be pronounced Baratol from Prague. That was very, very good. Yeah, I, re- I really like that. I, I didn't know what to expect when we heard that intro. Yeah, me neither. And the, the motorcycle engine revving. Mm-hmm. Um, just my own personal, you know, sure. uh, I guess... Uh, um, Prejudices against motorcycles. Of course. There's nothing menacing about them. Not You're at all. You're either a fat dude on a noisy-ass piece of shit Harley Davidson, mm-hmm. or you drive some whiny-ass fucking shitty fucking, you know, noisy bike yeah. racing down my fucking street at three in the morning. Yeah, for sure. Right? Yeah. Hope you wreck. <laughs> Indeed. Right? Yeah. But once this got, once this kicked in and that there was that, like, just sort of plodding mm-hmm. mid-tempo beat... Yeah, sound. I mean, mid-tempo uh, riff that sounded really fucking good. As you mentioned, there were those little, those little like tremolo fur, uh, flourishes and stuff over everything that were really good. I really like this a lot. The vocal delivery was solid. It reminded me of, um, I don't know. It reminded me of like Mystifier. Oh yeah, 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 sure. Um, so yeah, I really like this. As I I looked at the lyrics, the translation of lyrics are right on point because it's basically how I feel all the fucking time. Yes. Right. Um, yeah, this was uh, this was very good. Unfortunately, it's from Chechia. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, it's uh, uh, eight euros for two songs. Yes, shipped in from Chechia. Yes, Yeesh. that's rough. Oof. Yep. Hey, I'm not Elon Musk here. Yeah. Right? And uh, but you know what? You got to make a buck. It is what it is. I'm gonna complain that much. I don't want to be a little whiny, a little whiny baby. Sure. Right. <laughs> yeah. But nevertheless, I definitely bookmarked it. Definitely like it. We'll check out the rest of this band's output. The album art, I like a lot. Um, it's a pretty well-drawn Baphomet mm-hmm. riding a, a skeletal bike running over a corpse. Yeah. I feel like he should be running over Christ instead. Sure, yeah. That's m- I, what more I would, you know, in line. Right. You know, like like a, like a, like a, some, uh, some Chris Moyen art or something. Sure, yeah. Running over, uh, um, a, a, you know, a, a mangled Christ. Maybe he's got his girlfriend in the back. They're rushing to get contraception and get her an abortion before, <laughs> you know, Christ's army takes, um, you know, I guess uh, bodily autonomy away from half the population. Right, yes. But, um, you know, whatever. I guess they don't have to worry about that in Chechnya. Yeah, <laughs> I guess I I actually wouldn't know, right? I, I'm almost certain Roe v. Wade isn't a thing in Chechnya. Well, I'm I'm certain that Roe v. Wade is not a thing right. in Chechnya. Yes, for yeah. sure. So, uh, and you know what? Maybe some maybe maybe this is the straw that breaks the camel's back, and the, the the legions of Satan's army do indeed finally rise up. I hope so, man. That'd be great. This was really fucking good. Yeah, man. Like the. The little uh, flourishes of second wave black metal uh, were were really excellent because they were punctuated by a a sort of uh, a a crushing sensibility that is like not often married to that particular style of black metal. This actually blended a lot of things really well because you did get stuff that felt distinctly second wave and Scandi in origin, but then you had other shit, as you referenced, that felt much more in line with, like, the bestial war metal shit. Um, And then, also, like, the description on here is black metal punk, and usually when I see that descriptor, I'm expecting something very specific. Some crusty shit. Right. I'm expecting some crusty, maybe Hellhammer influence kind of stuff, Venom influence kind of stuff. But this was this was not that. But it did have a little flourish of that. It had one bit that was like a trem pick, palm palm muted part that kind of harkened back to that style more. It 
really seamlessly combined a lot of disparate metal and punk influences in a way that was like really satisfying. And Mm -hmm. I looked at uh, this band's discography. It looks like they've only got like six other songs, like their first release, um, who I, whose name I also can't pronounce that came out in, uh, 2019 is like four songs. Then they released uh, another like one off track, um, in 2019. And then there's this, which is just a two song seven. Well, I mean, they, they really meditate on crafting. Yeah. You know, not a lot, but if it's, a, if it's all comparable to this yeah. good stuff, I guess, the, it, you know, it takes a while to channel that. For sure. channel that intent. Right, right. of course, yeah. You know? This this also says, uh, last album with original lineup. So I, I don't know if that means, like, there's going to be more records with a different lineup, or if that is, or if this band just doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to say this, too. Um, I think of some, you know, words are meaningless anymore. Sure. Meaningless. Yes. LP. What the fuck does that mean? Right, yeah. What do I got, six minutes of fucking music on a... You know, 78, 12-inch? <laughs> yeah, sure. You know what I mean? Who yeah. the fuck knows, right? Right. Uh, I, I would struggle to actually call this an album. Yes. Right? Yeah, it's two songs. It's a record. Yeah. It is a record, for sure. Right? Yes. It's an EP. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Not, let, let, let's go. Let's let's just... Can we just please agree on some common <laughs> terminology? The goalposts are always moving, They're dude. always <laughs> fucking moving, right? Yeah. Pretty soon, we're going to have, like... You know, like four song double LP on 180 gram vinyl and gatefold, <laughs> right? Yeah, with like with like 12 different variants. Yeah, we're on course for that, right? For sure, each yeah. each song between 47 seconds and maybe 212, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, we're on track for that. It's 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 not good. <laughs> and then you fucking bitch about how you can't get records pressed because Adele's sucking it all up, yo. You're putting six songs on a goddamn twelve inch. Yeah, yeah, for sure, dude. Yeah, like that. That is, that's maybe equally egregious. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, um, but yeah, that was really good. I'm, I'm for sure going to listen to the rest of this band's recorded output. Uh, their recording was great too. It perfectly suited this stuff. I really liked the, uh, the slap, the slapback delay on the drums was a really nice touch too. Everything about this very good. Um, surprised that uh, more people don't fuck with this because this is is really fucking solid. So I'm not. They've got six songs in five years, and they're from Chechia. Well, in in three years, their first thing came out in 2019. Yeah. So I'm I'm not surprised that more people don't fuck with this. This is think about this. Even in the age of the internet, yeah. This is this is like um, this is like trying to to measure the. Uh, the distance between two atoms finding <laughs> finding this fucking record, right? Yeah, that's true. That's a, that's a good point. Yeah. So, um, all right, let's uh, let's roll the dice. See what is up next. Seven again. Okay, so uh, this is Lost Legion. This is the stuff that uh, my buddy Jim sent over to me. So, Lost Legion Chicago The release is mm-hmm. Bridging Electricity. Um, there is a title track on here, which we, we tend to, uh, gravitate towards. So let's, uh, let's listen to that. So we're going to listen to Bridging Electricity off of the record of the same name by the band Lost Legion.
we just heard the song Bridging Electricity off of the record of the same name by the band Lost Legion. So this was uh, this was just fine. Um, but it is a form of oi that doesn't particularly appeal to me at, at, at this point in my life. I think if this had struck me when I was like 16 years old, yeah, I'm ready for this. This is good. Like sing-songy, catchy oi with uh, some earworm leads in there, anthemic vocals and some whoa-oh-ohs. But I don't have a lot of space in my in my brain for that anymore. I It's totally fine. I understand why people like it. You know, it's... it's um, I, I fucking love oi, but I'm kind of finicky about like what I give my time and energy to in the genre these days. Oi, oi, I like oi a lot too, but there's there's a very fine line yeah. mm-hmm. that is very easy to sort of tiptoe over. Yeah, where you go from sure. having like youthful anger and just sort of like defiance mm-hmm. and just like the, the youthful vibe. Sure. And you, there's a very, it's, it's just this thin little fucking thread yes. where you step and straddle and wander a little bit into old man stuff yeah for sure right yes this didn't feel like that lyrically or tonally no no so lyrically i'll talk about that but yeah i thought the lyrics were actually really sick right uh just musically this is this is pretty like bog standard whoa oh oi right and i i think it's a total totally competent uh attempt at it and i have no beef with it the other thing is is like even oi that doesn't particularly interest me like this it's hard to piss me off with it. If this comes on, I'm not. I'm not bugging. I'm not telling anybody to turn it off. It's a. It's a very competent attempt at what it's doing. It just doesn't really interest me musically. But yes, the lyrics were uh, surprisingly astute and on point. Yeah. So that's what I was going to talk about. Is you know, I. Uh, I. Um, how do I want to put this? A lot of the oi that I listen to anymore. Mm-hmm is really kind of focused on straight to the fucking point metaphor free sure like you know delivery yeah of course right um and i've always thought that like i guess this is where i'm talking well i've always thought that once you introduce that and nothing wrong with it the lyrics are pretty on point like i said i like them but once you deliver that to me you give me like college lyrics Mm -hmm. in an oi song yeah there's like this juxtaposition there that never quite sits with me yeah there's kind of a disconnect yeah i, you know? I agree for sure um it, i mean oi is is very much a, a going out with the boys to to rumble up some trouble type of music you know yeah. or, or a or a very basic we don't trust the government we're working class boys kind of thing right the framing the framing these lyrics in this music does create uh, a certain like disharmony which i don't mind i mean yeah. i'm just saying that I, I didn't think it was bad but reading it i was like whoa these are this is not the, t- the sort of lyrical content that i typically associate with most with oi that i think of immediately for sure yeah um and i don't think i think they're fucking on point but yeah. um that that definitely struck me yeah also i mean since we just brought it up i i don't mean to pick on somebody right away but here it is but yo we're getting three songs on a single-sided 10-inch EP, and one of the songs is a Go-Go's cover. Right. Right? So the 10-inch already, we'll say, it's the most the most esoteric form of vinyl, right? Yeah, it is. It, well, the 8-inch might be the most esoteric. Oh, sure, sure, yeah, yeah, right? okay, yes. The 8-inch yeah. the, the is definitely yeah. like, you know, 33rd-level Masonic. Right, 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 yes. You know, release right? right yes but um the 10 inches the 10 inch is definitely right there right yeah 
for sure. So, you, you know, you're already, you're pressing this on a format that is like historically the least popular and sought after, but also potentially used in an ergonomic way, uh, can, can solve the problem of having too much material for a seven inch and not enough for an LP. So here's the thing. Why is the 10 inch the most shit upon? Right. Because as you said, it makes perfect fucking sense. Right. Most hardcore bands don't have, especially nowadays, mm -hmm. don't have enough material. You might have more. Most hardcore bands don't have enough fucking material for a full seven. <laughs> yes, right? that's true. Yes. But like, you know, hardcore bands a lot of times don't have enough material for a full on 12 inch. Right. Uh, maybe a little too much for a seven inch. Yeah. Go with a 10 inch. A 10 inch is Not a great that, option. But think of the space saver. For sure. Yeah. You know how much goddamn space records take up in my house? Dude. I have. Yeah. A, a room dedicated to them for sure and then they live in other places which drives some people crazy <laughs> some, some people like, yes. absolutely fucking nuts for sure right give me 10 inches i can re i can reduce i can reduce the uh the, the footprint of records in my home mm -hmm. by 30 percent. yeah exactly but this is this spits in the face of the the potential of the ten inch. You yeah. know what I mean? This this uh, this reinforces the prejudice against the ten inch. Yeah, it know? does. It does. You know, it's 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 strange because it does seem like the the perfect format. I agree. I I've always felt like the ten inch is a format that is not unfairly maligned, but maligned due to misuse by the individuals who are putting music on yeah. the ten inch. You yeah. know what I mean? Like. It, I almost if I, if I see like a section of ten inches in a record store, mm -hmm. I almost always look through because I, I, I look through everything. Yeah, of course. But I'll do the ten inches last because I'm like, well, I know there's nothing in there. Right. Yes. <laughs> exactly. I, I know. Right. I know there's nothing in there because yeah. I, I, you know, I have a bunch of ten inch records and and those are the ones I always fucking see. And there and there's like, there are very few like famous ten inches. Right. Right. You know. Right. There's a lot of famous seven inches. There's right. a lot of legendary LPs. Very few legendary tenants. Right, I, I know it's it's just like, it's just uh, you know a little a little sewer. It, it, it's it's the redheaded stepchild yeah. of records. We'll put a pin in this because this is a good Patreon episode. It is it is a good page. You know, there. Um, what's an even more esoteric uh, release is the eleven inch. Oh, the eleven inch record. I have a, I have one eleven inch record. Yeah, it's uh, a Hot Water Music Tomorrow split. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, and. Uh, it is 11 inches for some fucking reason. For some reason. reason. Like, why Why do that? Yeah. What's the <laughs> conceivable purpose? Just, just to be different, I guess? Yeah, I guess maybe, man. Um, but, yeah, like I said, uh, on the music, got nothing else to say. If this is your shit, then this is your shit, right? This is, this is perfectly good, very literate. Got no beef with it. Probably won't check out the rest of this, uh, but more prop or but you know, all due props to you. Just let's pick a more appropriate format for the next physical <laughs> release. That's all I'm asking. Yeah, you know what? This would be fun to see live. Yeah, of course, sure. Right. This this kind of stuff, uh, when done well, usually is for right. sure. So, um, all right, let's roll the dice once again. All right, one. Okay, one is a uh, rifle from the UK. Uh, you can find this at rifledn.bandcamp.com. Specifically, they are from London. Uh, this is their Holloway demos. I, I feel like I have seen this band's name around. Like, I, I don't know if this is their... 
this uh, this might be their first release. I may have just seen people like sharing it on social media and oh, stuff. Oh, look at so. the, look at the name of the first song. I was like, "Whoa, are they covering a fucking uh, a fucked up song? Fucked up song yeah. right off the top." Yeah, that's what I thought too. Um, they got the second song queued up to play. So um, let's uh, let's listen to that. So we're gonna hear the flag by Rifle off of their Holloway demos. <laughs> heard the song the flag by rifle off of their holloway demos kind of a fitting follow-up to what we just heard because this definitely veered into oi territory and this is way more in line with the the style of oi that i tend to gravitate towards sure. for sure. sure this was this was real fucking this, good this is the best thing i heard tonight yeah this was really I, I, good. this is what i enjoyed the most yes tonight, for yeah, sure for sure like i i am legitimately bummed that this band has less than uh seven minutes of music yeah like I, I god damn it why can't this just be like eight <laughs> yeah. songs right yeah for sure right um yeah this is i really like this i th- i hope this band sticks around me too and does more because yes. i don't understand th- this gets this gets sucked up by fucking static shock right away of course yeah for sure how could it not right right um it's uh yeah this just came out in february uh the run of tapes is is long since sold out understandably um yeah this was fucking really good and also when i hear something like this from the uk it becomes abundantly clear why like early american punk bands were uh doing the fake patois with the british accent because sure, it works it goes a long way it's, it, works. <laughs> it goes it, a long way this if if this music had like some stupid fucking american accent yeah, yeah, yeah. it'd be fine for sure yeah like because because but the american accent would just like fart all over it, yeah, yeah 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 right because music right. like everything about this just clicked yep exactly yeah for sure also man like when that when that little lead came in at the end there, that was such a nice 
a nice cherry on top. This is some summertime oi, man. Oh yeah, dude. This is this is really really fucking good. Definitely my favorite. Well, I'm not stuff summertime oi, right? Yeah, it, he's got some oi. It's there's a lot of oi DNA in this. This is this is some summertime shit. We'll this say is that. some summertime shit for sure. Don't it's, go see a veil. Right, right. You're not going to anyway. Right, yeah. Unless you want to pay the scalpers tickets. And besides, I heard they're not even playing. Oh yeah, that's what I heard. Right? Yeah, that's, that's what I heard. Yeah, through the grapevine. Right? Yeah. Just listen to this. Yeah, yeah, you'll have a good time. Why, why do you want to listen to a fucking record that's 25 years old? Yeah. Just listen to this. Right, for sure. Yeah, this is great. Um, for sure going to check out the rest of this and almost certainly be want, want certainly be left wanting much more than is uh, presented here, but just came out uh, a few months ago, so ideally they are, are working on writing and recording new things. Uh, we'll for sure check back if if and when they do so. Let's uh, Let's roll the dice one more time, at least. Two. Okay, two is a uh, passion play, so you can find. We this just up. danced all around the Willard building. We have, yeah. We can we can roll the dice one more time though. Maybe the maybe the dice gods will favor oh, them. So. Whatever. Yeah. So this is passion play. You can find this at passionplaypvd.bandcamp.com. They're based out of Providence, Rhode Island. This is just a single song. It came out in March of this year. It is called Parasite. Let's just get right into it. We're gonna hear Parasite by the band Passion Play.
All right, we just heard the song Parasite by the band Passion Play. Nate, you pointed out while we were listening to it, we we did hear some stuff off of their self-titled release from October 2022, or from October 2020 yeah. at some point. Uh, as soon as you pointed out that art, I was like, oh, yeah, I remember this stuff. Yeah. How would you feel about it? So if I had um, a teenage son or daughter mm -hmm. and uh, driving along in the car, yeah, and this is what I hear him listening to, mm -hmm. okay. Sure. I guess I didn't totally fuck up. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know? Right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. This is fine. Yeah. Right. Yes. Um, the, 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 this is too modern for me to be totally into. Sure. Right. But it's close enough to shit, you know, parallel to this. That's like fucking 20 plus years old, like botch. Sure. Yeah. Then I'm like, yeah, sure. I get this. This makes sense to me. Right. Right. It may, it, you know, the, 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 you know, the, the progenitors of this made sense to me you know, 20 years ago, they still do now. This is just a modern flavor of that that sure. uh, I'm okay with. Yeah. I'm not going to seek out and listen to. Right. But um, I'm okay with it. Sure. Right. That's about where I'm at with this. And I, so I think, I think I'm going to mirror what I said when we listened to their self-titled record too, which, which is that, and I, I think I said this about this stuff, but I can't remember. Um, to me, this is music that very much, especially this day and age, lives and dies in a basement or a DIY space. Mm. It feels very much. It's, of a, it, it's cobbled. It's, it, it, there's like, it's like, I don't mean to cut you off. Yeah. You know, it's all good. But like, it's like um, a collage. Yeah. 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 You know, there's sure. not like a coherent single thing in it. Right. For sure. And, and uh, you know, Alan said as much when he sent it, sent it uh, our way, said that it, 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 it sometimes is kind of pretty, sometimes it's kind of chaotic, sometimes it's blasty, right? It's it's clear they're pulling from stuff like Botch and Coalesce and stuff like that, but also the more screamo-tinged shit from the 90s as well, the, mm -hmm. the sitting with your legs crossed type of shit. But it doesn't veer uh, far enough into that territory to be, like, grating and upsetting, you know what I mean? Right. It's, still, it's still rooted enough in, like, mathy, heavy, metalcore-y stuff that, that I, uh, I can give this a pass. And it's definitely competently played. But like I said, I think I said, about, said this about it when we heard it before. But, yeah, it's just... Um, this is music, and I say this in the in the kindest way possible. This is just music that I don't think has a broader appeal. It's like very much of subculture. It belongs to subculture, and that's where it will stay. I've seen a lot of bands that sound like some permutation, some take on this general form so many times over the years in like right. basements and collective DIY spaces and shit like that, and I rarely see one of them uh kind of like transcend that space in that world and most of the time i don't think bands like this have any aspirations to do so so that's not a diss i don't think you need to have any aspirations to do so that's totally fine i, I also get the feeling that and i might be talking out of my ass but bands that do come from something like this mm -hmm. that sort of uh get broader notice yeah get rid of this shit quick yeah for, oftentimes for sure i i've seen that happen a few times in the last couple of years to bands that are kind of like on the the periphery of the scrams scene like the screamo kind of chaotic metalcore scene mm -hmm. as soon as they get picked up by a, a, a bigger label whatever they pivot really quickly really quickly to like either something to something more accessible in one direction or the other they either go way more sing-songy and like mall core like actually we all all really like this really bad music from the early 2000s or they go real heavy 
which yeah. I've seen happen as well. And they totally get rid of any sort of traces of screen. Grow some beards. Yeah. Right. And they're true. Then they're, they're trying to open up like, you know, the knock to loose tour or something. They're yeah. like, Oh, we got more breakdowns. Right. Now. You know what I mean? So yes, I think that is uh that's an astute observation that I've, I've certainly found to prove true in, in my limited experience with this kind of stuff for sure. But yo, this is perfectly fine. Again, like an, like another band we heard on the show tonight, if this is your shit, this is your shit. doesn't really interest me, but uh, similar to you. Yeah. If I had a, a son or daughter or a non-binary child that was into this kind of stuff, I would say, Hey, the apple didn't fall too terribly far from the tree, I right. suppose. You know what I mean? So good on them. Yeah. There's a lot of, a lot worse shit you could be playing. Right. Um, and, and I can rest safe knowing that I never, ever, ever crammed them in the fucking like a descendants one. <laughs> it was totally organic. Yeah, for sure. Right. And I, and, and I, I if anything, I know they're going to be safe in these spaces. They're not going to go get menaced by thugs. They're just going to be with a right. bunch of other 120-pound dyed, dyed hair folks. It, you know? If if I were a parent, I would be so secretive. Uh-huh. Like, my family would think I was, like, Gacy or something. <laughs> you know, hide your records I, away I'd be so ball. furtive, yeah. like, my, my interests, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> that's that's the move, right? Right. If, you're, if your kids ever discover that you were involved in subculture in any way, it will be, like, at great pains. Yeah. You know? well, what are you doing, Dad? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Everything's fine. How can I help you? Do you need help with your homework? Can't help you. I don't understand how they do math anymore. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's, uh, let's roll the dice one more time, and then we'll listen to some messages. All right. Three. Okay, three is uh, the exaugerate or exaugerate stuff. I I don't I don't know that fancy word. Um, exaugerate, yeah, yes, it has to be right. Yeah, right. So uh, exaugerate. At least it's in letters I I can. Yes. Fathom. Yes, for sure. It's not in Cyrillic or anything like that. So this is Exaugurate with uh, Purging Holiness. They're split with Father Befouled. Uh, it's just one song. Uh, it's, it's not a real word. Uh, exaugerate. I don't think it is. Okay, cool. That makes me feel better about not knowing the fuck how to pronounce it. Right. right? I so. don't. I don't think it's. I don't think it's a real word. All right. Cool. As as uh, as often happens with death metal bands, it's like an amalgamation of some pre-existing words. It just sounds cool, like right, right, augury. Sure. Yes. Right. right but exactly. we're we're no longer auguring. Yes. Now right? we're exauguring. Right. Yes. Sure. But then the the um the product, the byproduct of the process of augury is exaugerate produces exaugerate. Yeah. 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 For sure. It's the film and, and sort of the crystallized material left after augury. I can follow that. Right. I think, I think that's exactly what they're getting at. So we're going to listen to their, uh, their side of the split. Just one song. We're going to listen to the song enveloped by the band exaugerate.
we just heard the song Enveloped by Exaugurate, which is actually a word Nate discovered. Yep. It uh, means to annul the consecration of. Pretty good word. Not um, bad. But you know what? Uh, I guarantee none of our listeners knew that. So don't anybody come flexing in the in the voicemails or anything. Like, oh, of course, you didn't know Exaugurate was a word. Neither did you. None of you are English ma- English major PhDs, as far as I'm aware. Although we do have a doctor in our listenership, so yeah, but he's a medical doctor, right? Well, I'm just saying it's not it's not out of the realm of possibility that we have a some scholarly folks. I, I, I read a lot of scientific literature. Yeah, exaggerate isn't a word that shows up in in that very often. Yeah, for sure. I, I in fact uh, ever. Right. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure that uh, in in the context of my life, this is the only possible way exaggerate could be introduced to me. Uh, this or like a, or like an RPG probably. Yeah. You know? Okay. Yeah. And you'd be like, what the fuck is this shit? Yeah. 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 For sure. I'll just, uh, I would assume it's like some old, uh, holdover spell from like early D and D. Yeah. 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 Um, that was good though. That was really solid. I should mention this. Uh, you can find this at rottedlife.bandcamp.com, but the physical, the physical copies of this are uh, long sold out. There might be some in some distros. If you, if you want to look at them, it has all of the various, uh, Euro distros where you can find this, but I imagine that you're probably out of luck if you want to get this in the U S. Uh, but yeah, that was solid. Fittingly on a split with uh, Father Befald for sure, which we liked when we heard it recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Father and Father Befald's been around for a minute. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's just not uh, not anything that I was previously familiar with. But yeah, it's really good stuff. But yeah, this was uh, this was real good, man. I liked it. Uh, how'd you feel about it? I like this. I like this a lot. In, in but I will say, um, I was ready for that song to end. Yeah, 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 for sure. That runtime felt a little long. There wasn't. There was a lot of sameness front to back in this song. For sure. Which isn't necessarily a bad thing. It kind of puts you in uh, an unholy trance if you're listening to it. For sure. But if I were driving at 2 a.m. from mm. a show and this came on, yeah, please turn this, change this to something else. Yeah, absolutely. Because that trance is taking me to uh, dreamland. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I'm, that that's not to say that this is necessarily boring. I'm just saying that it was unrelenting. Um, and uh, a little long-winded. Yeah, for sure. I agree with that. But I would like to check out uh, other stuff that this band has done, for sure. I mean, that's a, that's a strong opening volley. They don't have much. Really? No, they, they have um, an EP from 2020. Okay. This also, this band um, is from the South. Uh, the person who sent it in specified, I think... I think they're from Alabama, I well, believe. Father Rafaud is from Georgia. Yes, so. and I think this band is from either Alabama or Mississippi there in that, like, general okay. Mississippi Basin region. So, uh, yeah, good stuff. I will uh, I will for sure check out the EP and uh, look forward to anything that they do in the future. Let's uh, listen to some uh, let's listen to some voicemails. We got <laughs> we got a fucking lot. Well, it's been a couple of weeks. We've probably said something offensive or stupid since then. Oh, no doubt. Yeah, for right? sure. Yeah. That we forgot about. Yeah, probably. Oh, I definitely did. Oh, yeah, did you? Pretty sure. Okay. <laughs> All right. right. Yeah, okay. Well, uh, let's let's see if that's addressed in messages or not uh or if we just get uh you know the the normal the normal band of psychos calling in. So, let's uh, let's hear some of these. Okay, it's your good pal Yannick back again from Nova Scotia, Nova Scotia hardcore on top. Fuck you. I got a quick question. What's a better opener, Victim in Pain or The Eliminator? I'd like to know your thoughts. Puzzle. Fuck you. Goodbye. Okay. All right. That's a good question. So I, I like Victim and Pain era agnostic front on the whole better, but I will say the Eliminator is such a good way to open up the, that record, man. The fucking boom, straight into the... Gives you a little more time to like 
get get ready for the set too. For sure. I feel like I feel like Victim in Pain is sort of like that second wind track. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep, for sure. If they're gonna if they're gonna play a couple of the let's say less desirable AF songs. <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Just fucking lasso everybody back. Right. Mid set with Victim in Pain or Encore. Sure. Yes. Yeah. Of course. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. I think I think the Eliminator is like a it's a, it is a, a a a legendarily strong album opener. In fact, like I mean, I like that whole record. I, I like Cause for Alarm in general, but um, I will say like it it's maybe it's not misleadingly good because I think the whole record is good, but it might be like the standout track on the record, and they lead with it, which can sometimes can sometimes hurt uh, an album listening experience on the whole. Sometimes you want to you want to build up to the apex. Uh, they I think they lead with their strongest material on that mm-hmm. one for sure. But mm-hmm. it's a, it's a classic track on a classic record. I got no beef with it. I would say maybe maybe the superior opener, but uh, we're really splitting hairs on that. So. Yeah. Um, but much much love to Nova it's, Scotia. It's good, it's good to hear from Yannick again. In, indeed. How we doing? You know, I was thinking about it, and I was thinking, like, uh, I remember when I was a kid, I sharpened my pen while watching King of the Hill because I thought Blue Ann Platter was pretty hot. And I was curious if uh, you remember the first time you buffed your pickle with cartoons. Maybe what, you know, maybe that got you being really into cartoons. All right, have a good one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so when's the first time you sharpened the pin to uh, <laughs> cartoons? Uh, pretty, pretty, pretty early on in my uh, in my pen sharpening career, I would say. Probably one of the probably would have to be one of my first times. I would say was probably the I th- cartoons. I think so. I think it's 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 a pretty common experience. Yeah, for sure. You know, especially, I mean, when I was a kid. Yeah, you had like. The fucking Scooby Doo gang flaunting their <laughs> shit all over the place. Right, sure, yeah. And I don't know what's going on. Right, yeah. It's just something about that red hair. Yeah. And the dress. Sure. Right. Yeah, they knew what they were doing. They knew exactly what they were doing. <laughs> they knew what they were doing. Right? Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, my my intro. I mean, listen, uh, thinking cartoons are were hot goes goes all the way back to to my early childhood, right? But I would say my uh, as I was coming of age, probably at that point, I was like, I was deeply invested in anime. So yeah, there's some anime that gets you pretty sweaty. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah, for sure. There's you know, this was the, for me. It was it was probably uh you know some uh, character on dragon ball or dragon ball z like like balma or something yeah uh, that would that would probably be my first foray into that and never looked back still now 32 years old still think some cartoons are hot and i'll tell you what they went all in for uh uh they went all in on the uh comic book softcore porn in the 90s too. oh yeah, yeah yeah for sure you look at like you you look at yeah. like um like gen 13 on well, Image Comics, and you're like, Yeesh. look at look at the big old gazungas on Lady Death that I'm wearing shirt, currently, right? right. Or, I mean, dude, I have I had a uh, I had like a big like fold out, you know, like centerfold witchblade thing yeah. when I was a kid. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, come on. I mean, I'm a Red grown Son- man. Red Sonia, you know. I'm a grown man, but you know, I know a good representation <laughs> when I see it. <laughs> I know I know some good illustrated gazungas. When right, I see right. It. I yeah. like I like a pair of cartoon tits once sure, in a while. Sure, yeah. Why not? Why not? Right. Yeah. I. uh that lady death thing totally reminds me of like, you know, especially in the nineties mm-hmm. when it was nothing but 
like undersexed weirdos. Yeah, yeah, of course. And like mo- almost in nothing but dudes. Sure. You go to a comic book, sh- you go to a comic book show in the '90s, and it's nothing but books. There's yes. no cosplay. No. There's no meet and greets with celebrities. Yeah. There's no fucking nothing except for books and weirdos. Yeah. And then like, like, um like models dressed as like lady death. Yeah, it's it's long boxes of back issues. And Zamparella. <laughs> right, and like sure, dudes yeah. thinking that like, oh, she actually wants to talk to me instead of just convince me to fucking buy something. Right. right. Sure. Um it was it was as close as you can get to like um like uh, stripper John relationship, you know right. what I mean? Yes. And then the last time I went to a com I'm never going to a comic book convention again. It's no, awful. Sure. Yeah, sure. Awful. Yeah, it's not a good time anymore. It's uh, just not the same thing. It's 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 somehow hornier, but less horny. Yeah, 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 for sure. And way grosser. Yeah, it sucks, man. Way grosser. I actually saved some pictures, but that reminds me that I, I saved a couple pictures before I came over here that I thought would interest you. Some okay. cosplayers that were hey shared now. in my feed. All right, <laughs> I think you're gonna like them a lot. I'm just saying, you know, like the last one I went to uh, on a on a lark mm-hmm. down in Indy. I don't know if the Indie Comic Con is known as one of the good ones. I don't care. I could tell you it wasn't one of the good ones when I was there, <laughs> right? No indie books, yep. nothing of interest, no. all Marvel and DC. Who gives a fucking rat's ass? Everybody's had the same fucking books over and over again. Yep. Lots of people waiting in line to give, you know, to fucking sniff a celebrity's farts. Who gives a shit what show you're on? Fucking, you want to put on a show? Blow your fucking brains out in front of everybody, <laughs> right? Yeah. I don't give a shit, yeah, right? Sure. And then uh, on top of that, Nothing but I think I've said before nothing but like either, um, uh, fat poison ivy, <laughs> fat bane, fat <laughs> Thor, fat Iron Man, right, or unnecessarily sexualized, yes, comic book characters. But the grossest thing, yeah, hands down, enough that I was I was to this day troubled by it, mm-hmm. and um, really, it's it's the main reason I will never go to another one. Yeah. Um, two clearly, clearly underage girls. Yeah, dressed as Starscream and Ramjet. Mm-hmm. Okay, right. Yeah, good choice. Right. Sure. Not that I give a shit about cosplay, but okay. Right. At least you're not fucking. At least we don't have yet another. You know, whatever. Fucking Scarlet Witch. Sure. Right. Um, clearly underaged, dressed as sexy Starscream. Starscream and sexy Ramjet. Mm-hmm. I was, it was vile. <laughs> I was, I was, I was actually getting fucking angry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like people were like, like dudes were like leering, and it's like, yo, come on now. Yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> come on now. I think you're one of those people that we need to just like give a robot, like lock yeah, you in a cage yeah. with a with a with a robot. Yes, for sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um. Real bummer, man. Real bummer. Cool. Nothing like seeing fucking major label ubiquitously boring books and uh, ugly people um, sweating all over each other in shitty costumes. Yeah, for sure. What a what a good time. <laughs> what a, what a we're glad I came. So so nice to be able to go and bond with my people who the, I share this interest. I, with. I, well, I, they're not my people. No, not at all. I thought maybe I thought maybe there was a vestige of the past there, but no, there wasn't. It's all gone. Um, the best part of the day was. Um, Eating uh, food court pizza and then leaving. Yeah. yeah, that sounds about right for sure. All right, let's uh, let's hear the next one. Yo, what's up, Gray and Nate? First off, I want to say this is a fucking excellent podcast. I've been listening for a little bit now. 
very refreshing to hear two people who actually know how to speak the fucking English language um, and in an efficient and uh, intelligent manner. So I just want to say good job on that. Uh, second off, I just saw Malik at the Ottawa Tavern in Toledo. Uh, I didn't know they were playing. I saw them on the bill and then, you know, jogged my memory. And I was like, these are those fucking kids from Fort Wayne. Uh, they fucking ripped. My expectations were already high, given that I've heard you guys talk about them on the show a couple times. Uh, they just opened for Gulch, Philadelphia. So uh, they were all super cool kids. I bought a shirt, a uh, super dope shirt. Uh, next thing, I saw Scowl and Military Gun in Detroit. Scowl was pretty good. It came in at their set. And uh, I don't know what happened, but at the end of the set, the uh, vocalist, she said something like, thank you, everybody, and fuck the sexist-ass sound guy. I don't know what he did, but that was pretty dope. And uh, Military Gun played as well. I didn't think they were very good live. Their music recorded is a different story. But, uh, yeah, something was out of tune or something. But I'll see you guys later. Thank you. Oh, cool! Nice little, nice little show report. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We I, ha- we haven't had like a show advertisement in a grip. Yeah, I like this. Yeah, for sure. So so Axe to Grind has actually been doing a cool thing recently, uh, where they they call the pit report and they have like a dedicated email address and they yeah. just tack it onto the end of their episodes now and people just call in and like give a, give a show report on something that they went to in their like local local scene oh. or whatever. So. Well, we can't do it. Yeah, no, they've already got it covered. We can't. We can't bite their steez. But yo, thanks for the uh, kind words about the podcast. I would be reticent to to say that either Nate or I are ever speaking in an intelligent fashion no. on the show. No. It's all smoke and mirrors, my yeah, friend. Yeah, for sure. Our command of the English language is like just enough to deceive you into thinking yeah. that there's like some complexity of thought here. We but didn't even know exoderate was a real word. Yeah, for sure. I mean, how can you trust us? Yeah, we're not scholars, man. Um, but I, I'm glad you like the show. I'm glad that you like to see in Moloch there they always put on live they're real young uh, I got nothing for, but love for those kids they come out to most of the shows at the house I'm real stoked that they got to open up that Gulch show in Philadelphia I'm glad that uh, people outside of Fort Wayne are fucking with them they're a good band I've seen them progressively get better over the course of the last couple of years um, I'm psyched for them I uh, I hope that uh, hope some other young kids in the area take uh, take a cue from that band and uh, and uh, make some good music yeah I hope they do get I hope they do get some other recognition and continue to get better because it's like you you wonder if if your your um perception is a little skewed like are these dudes just fort wayne good yeah for sure you know what i mean right yeah uh looks like he uh he left another message but it's uh you know he still comes in at the the minute and a half mark and it's his first call so we'll we'll listen to that real quick i'm one of those fucks i'm leaving a second message i just wanted to wrap up my last message i wanted to give big ups to ottawa tavern in toledo they have some banging ass shows that they uh hold there if anybody in the Toledo area or anywhere around there wants to catch some shows. Big ups to Malik. Uh, they fucking went hard. My girl Tori listens to this podcast too, so if you're listening, Tori, hello. I love you. Uh, and thank you guys again. Good job speaking fucking English properly. Uh, peace out. Well, hopefully uh, Tori isn't the only way that she hears this, because if so, I think you get some problems in your relationship. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I, I hope she hears this, King. <laughs> Hope, hopefully you guys aren't strange and you're trying to reach out to Tori through us right? yeah, yeah 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 for sure um also like I I'm always I'm always surprised whenever somebody reminds us that we have any women that listen to the show because <laughs> and I, I will tell you the demographic makeup that I can see in our like in our stats 
It's a, it's a small portion. Dude. It is a small portion. My entire life, everything I like, yeah. almost universally hated by women. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. My sure. entire life. <laughs> yes. Yeah, me too, man. <laughs> me too. Um, but so, you got, God bless you, Tori. Thanks for sticking it out. Thanks for hanging in there with us. Uh, also, yeah, the OT has been doing great shows in Toledo for a long time. Uh, I've played there with various projects. I know Nate and I's band, Parasitic Twins, have, have played there with our buddies Dismantle. We played their seven-inch release show years ago. I think React was on that yeah. too. I've it's a good time. Yeah, for sure. They're still doing cool shows up there. Dismantle and React had just played a show up there actually recently. There you go. So they're still bands as well. So I've got shout out to Toledo indeed. I uh, I've always liked that town. Yo, what's up, demo listen heads? I live in Toronto. My name is Vince. I uh am looking I'm going to Connecticut next week, May eighth to the fourteenth or some shit. I'm looking for shit to do. Email me gugl0003 at gmail.com. Fucking tell me what there is to do in Connecticut, hardcore-wise. Um, and everyone in Toronto on the 15th of May, Millspec, Distort, and The Fact, who the guys on demo listen roasted, but you got to see them live. They're better live. Um, I don't know where that is. It's in Toronto somewhere. I think it's at the Garrison. I don't know, go on the fucking Not Dead Yet Instagram and look it up. I'm not your fucking dad. Peace out. Bye. There you go. Hook him up. There you go. Yes. Hook up Vince. Um, tell him what there is to do in Connecticut. This uh, He's already been there for a day when this podcast is coming out, but that still gives you plenty of time to shoot him in, in, in the email and let him know what's uh, what's good in Connecticut. And, yeah, if you're in Toronto, go, Toronto, go to that store, uh, that show. Um, Millspec, good live band. Distort, I like. I can't remember what we said about the fact, but evidently it's better live than it is on record, so I'll, I'll take your word for it, Vince. Um, all right, we'll see you in the next one. Um, yeah, so, this is just, like, in slight defense of doing the whole, like, Bandcamp track thing, of, like, putting the whole record in one track, um, I think it's just, like, when you have songs that are supposed to run together, you don't want to, like, force two songs in the same track, but you also, like, don't want to ruin the effect of the tracks running in together, so by having, like, the fucking shit load when you upload them as individual tracks like there's like a little gap between trying to play each one of them especially if you have like shitty data or some shit so like you know if you want to listen to the whole record in succession without like annoying little clicks that's like a way to do it like i'm kind of about it um also uh yeah nate looks like a fucking serial killer um Good to know, I guess. I, I hope you both die as always. No one will be sad. Fuck off. That was probably completely incoherent. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, Zach from Gel posted a picture that he took with you. Yeah, and uh, I was all sweaty. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, like, I had to bend in half. Yes, you did. Because he's <laughs> little. Yeah, and, uh, and, and people were like, that's what Nate looks like? That's what I look like when I'm bent over on a fucking... Little camera phone, yeah, for sure. People were uh, people were saying that uh, the the Dahmer glasses were a nice touch, yeah, dude. I, th- these are the best glasses I've owned in decades. They're great. I love those glasses. I think you pull them the off. La- the last glasses I had were some stylish Ray Bans. Yeah, paid some money for them. Thought, okay, let's. I got them. I got the. I got the f- the full eye care package. Sure. Let's get some glasses. Yeah. Those fuckers fell apart within a year. Yeah, that's no good, man. Right. These. Yeah. Cheapest fucking. They were ninety dollars. Mm-hmm. The lenses are heavy as hell. 
They're like a centimeter thick. Yeah. Right? Sure. Uh, they've been through thick and thin. Yeah. Not a scratch. Not a scratch on them. The metal where it touches my skin is eroded. Yeah. And sometimes my skin is green. Sure. But other than that, yeah, it's fine. I had that. I had that with an old pair of glasses that I had because yeah. I usually opt for the cheap ones too. And they lasted me. They lasted me several years with no problem. Yeah. I never get the expensive glasses. Hey, sorry, I'm not some fucking sexy chick for Vice that can get away <laughs> with wearing fucking serial killer glasses. I'm a big fat asshole. <laughs> um. What what else was said in this? Oh yeah, um, the the track, the track running together, like the track list all running together. I I mean I guess I I, I can see the argument for uh, the preservation of artistic vision there, but uh, I don't know, man. I think you're giving a little too much credit and for sure. I think it's Do, lazy. You know what? Do it to Spotify because I fucking hate it. Yeah. When there's just that little half second break between songs that are supposed to go together. Yeah, for sure. It's annoying, right. no doubt. Yo, what up, boys? Um, so. It's the Mail Cup Shitter here, and uh, I could always use uh, more content from you guys because uh, I listen to, like, fucking 30 hours of podcasts a week. But anyways, um, the show's growing. Uh, you guys already said that you're falling behind. So I had a suggestion of maybe uh, you guys could do, like, a monthly radio hour of all the leftover shit you guys weren't able to get to because... Uh, at this point, I feel like with the show growing and all, you would have to do multiple hell weeks a year to keep up with everything that's in the queue. Um, and I think that the radio hour, if you guys did that, you know, you could just do an intro. You don't have to talk at all. Just an intro and then just fucking stack the songs into one fucking big-ass audio file, upload it, and that's it. Um, but I think that radio hour would probably still be decent because everybody's submitting with the hopes of trying to get on the show. Uh, obviously, there'd be some hit jobs in there, but, you know, whatever. Um, but just an idea. Uh, I, I'm wondering what you guys were thinking about uh, doing because, um, yeah, it looks like it's going to only get worse from here on out. All right. Fuck you guys. Yeah, so mail tub shitters, right? I've been thinking about it. I, I was just thinking about this today. And I didn't think I, – I you know, was – this is a good idea. This is a really good idea, actually. But here's the thing. Uh, as much as I hate it, yeah, I do like this the pain of it. Like, I, I'm not a masochist. Yeah, but I like to feel everything raw and unfiltered. Yeah, for sure. You know. Yeah, I agree. And I, I do like the, uh, the, um, um, the pain of Hell Week as it goes on and the misery of it. Yeah, I do too. Um, but this is a very good idea because he's right. I mean, Mel Tubshit is right. Eventually, um, it's just going to, you know, we're never going to be able to keep up. Yeah, we're we're already like, uh, we're like a month. We're yeah. a month back on and when you think stuff. about when you think about shit now, mm-hmm. I mean, hey, uh, I'm not even worried about the listener at this point. Yeah. Sometimes stuff is so, so hype that... By the time a month, your month out, yeah, it's gone. Yeah, 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 for sure. No, I, I think this is actually, uh, this is actually a really, a really solid ideal uh, idea. Um, I'm sure Nate and I will confer about this, talk about like what the logistics of that would look like, uh, how we can do that. But you, you are, uh, yeah, you have presented a, a, a potential excellent solution. Y- you know, I, <laughs> I feel real bad about. I feel really bad about how good this idea is because if we use it. What do you get? You know, <laughs> what do you get out of it? I'm, I'm pretty. I'm a, I'm a stickler about compensating people like sure. for their work and shit. Sure. You know, if I get if I send if, them some diapers, 
Oh, I could send you some diapies. That way you would never have to shit in the, ma- in the mail yep, tub again. again. Right. Yeah, that's not, that's not a bad idea. Yeah. We could get you some Depends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. okay. Well, some Imodium. Yeah, for, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, okay, so there's, there's some there's, things we could send there's you. There's some options in there. Listen, if we, if we do end up going with this format, because it's pretty good, and I was thinking about doing something pretty similar to this uh like uh worst possible timeline they do some of their patreon episodes are are overtime episodes where they just keep recording in one session and the patreon (laughs) subscribers just get like an extra 45 minutes of of the same episode essentially and they just record it all in one go and i was thinking like oh man maybe we could do the same thing just record like another hour afterwards and listen to the four bands that we didn't get to on the weekly show or whatever and and make it a Patreon thing. But then I was like, well, I want everybody to be able to hear the stuff that we get on the weekly show. I I feel that way too. And, you know, for us anyway, we are then, I mean, we already are Mm -hmm. monetizing shit that isn't ours. (laughs) Certainly, yes. But but we don't generally listen to new stuff on on the Patreons. Yeah, for sure. Right? Yeah. So I, I feel like that's really that's that's an ethical line I'm not willing to cross. Yeah, I agree. I have yeah. no compunction about monetizing a fucking 25 year old fucking sure. European hardcore record so we can talk shit on it on a Patreon episode. Right. But like new shit, no, that's not yeah. ours, and that's not that's I don't that's not right. Yeah. No, I I agree with that entirely. So that was uh, that was a stumbling block that I that I hit today when I was thinking about how to solve this problem. So it has been on both of our minds anyway. This is a really good idea. If we do end up going with this. Um, I'll send you something cool, some diapies, some emodium, maybe some records, something. Uh, but uh, thanks for the suggestion. It was very thoughtful, good idea. You're a smarter man than us. Maybe you should just take over the podcast, right? When we get done with it, we'll just hit up Mailtop Shitter. Mail shitter. <laughs> right. Yeah, we'll pass it down like Peter Pan passing on the sword at the right. end of Hook, right? All right, let's, let's hear the last one. You made a Hook reference. I fucking love Hook. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Matt Matt did text me about this and uh 
And then the image immediately popped into my mind as well. And I went and revisited the song with that image in mind. And it definitely enhanced the listening experience yeah. for sure. You just, I, I like hyper specific, stupid shit like that, that you can, that, that you can glom onto. Yeah. For you know, sure. I've got so many, my buddy, Steve and I have so many fucking like inside jokes, to the point that it's almost, we speak almost entirely in code. Yeah, for sure. And most of them are like references to stupid, stupid singular things like this yes yeah of course yeah. um all right let's uh let's wrap it up there for the night we uh we can do the the quick housekeeping stuff real quick uh if you want to call in it is 260-222-8341 just make sure your uh message is a minute and a half or under please uh, you can also just shoot us a text message if you feel so inclined. If you want to submit music, it's demo listen podcast at gmail.com. Just make sure the release is a year or less uh, a year or less old from the time of submission. If you want to sub- subscribe to the Patreon, patreon.com slash demo listen podcast, five bucks and up, gets you access to all the content that we do. Um, and, uh, you know, I guess I think, I think it's pointless to ask people to rate and review on like Apple podcasts. Now you can still do it on Spotify. I don't know if that helps our metrics at all. I will just, we uh, do nothing to help our metrics. We do not a fucking thing. So, you know, help us out. So help us. So help us out for free. <laughs> help, help us out. Cause man, we just keep fucking stepping. There's just nothing. There's, there's not a thing that we do that would make it because so that this podcast could grow in any meaningful way. In, 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 in a meaningful way that is at least, um, not, um, I guess, uh, the, the wins are, are, are from us. We need, we need, right. we need the shoulders of others <laughs> to champion us because we are such miserable fuckers. Yeah, for sure. And you know, I'm a busy, I'm a, I'm a busy little boy too. You know what I mean? I we're both, so we're, we're, we're both, both busy, busy men. So, so. Uh, thanks to everybody who listens. Genuinely appreciate it. Tell your friends, tune in next week, all that good stuff. We'll see you on the next one.